Welcome to Wellbeing. Our program today is about dementia. Would we like to know in advance if we are likely candidates for the condition or would we rather wait and see? Mr Glenn Rees, National Executive Director of Alzheimer's Australia, is here to discuss this and other problems that can and do arise from these questions. Mr Rees, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Has there been a survey done anywhere to find out if people would like to know in advance if they're likely to get dementia? Yes, we've just conducted an independent survey uh, that was funded by Pfizer, and I should make that transparent, um, to find out whether people would take a test if one was available to assess their risk of dementia. And surprisingly, perhaps 75% of all Australians based on the survey would take such a test. Is there at this stage any sort of test that can tell us? Um, There's no test at the moment that is reliable enough to test those people uh, in, uh, for, for late-stage um, dementia, if you like, for dementia in later life. Um, there are gene tests under development, there are blood tests, um, and uh, scientists can now do quite a lot through imaging. So there's, there's good hope of tests down the track. Um, in respect of those people who have familial dementia, which is very rare uh, in younger people, maybe as young as 30, 35, Um, There are gene tests that can be used for that group, uh, but very careful counselling is needed um, if you want to take the test. At this stage, is it only once the dementia has progressed that they can find out whether you're going to go further? Um, At the moment, um, doctors will diagnose you for dementia on the basis of cognitive tests um, and other tests to screen out things like depression uh, and de- delusion. Uh, so, so that can be done and, and people can be diagnosed with dementia with a fair amount of certainty. Um, so that can be done. What can't be done at the moment is to assess a person in their 40s or 50s as to what their risks are of um, dementia in later life. With the research that's already done and the number of people we know about, Do we have any idea of the percentage of the population that will be affected? We know the numbers. Um, We know that by the middle of the century there will be 730,000 cases of dementia uh, and we know that there are over 230,000 people with dementia today. Um, Those are very big numbers. Um, By the time people get to 85, uh, they have a one in four chance of having dementia. Um, And, of course, that means that three people in four don't. Uh, But the numbers of people with dementia are going to be very much higher in older age groups. I suppose the most commonly known form of dementia is Alzheimer's, but there are, in fact, other forms too. There are. You're quite right, and it's very important to remember that. Um, There are over 100 causes of dementia. We think that uh, about 50 to 70% of all cases of dementia are caused by Alzheimer's. Another 20% or so are caused by uh, vascular uh, dementia, which is small strokes in the brain. And that's important because if you can do something about uh, your heart, keep your heart healthy, keep your blood pressure down, um, uh, keep your cholesterol levels down, check your sugar levels, keep your weight down, then you're probably doing a lot of good help for your brain as well. Among those who would like to know if they're going to get it, assuming that there was a test available, 
Is there a common age when people would like to know if it's going to happen? Well, in the survey, we asked that question, and the response was uh, early 40s. In fact, I think it was 41 years of age. Um, that's not necessarily a bad time to, to, to think about. Uh, we know now as a result of dementia research that uh, the disease process develops uh, way back in our lives, maybe a couple of decades at least uh, before a diagnosis. Um, so it will make sense um, in time to think about a test that uh, people could take in their 50s or 60s to assess their future risk. What's the benefits of knowing early? Well, the benefits of knowing early now, um, uh, that, that's uh, right now, um, are that you have more time to plan your care, more time to plan your finances, and also to remove uncertainty. Uh, a lot of people who are very worried about their memory uh, feel that they're changing in various ways and don't know why. Um, actually feel a sense of relief with a diagnosis, even though it's a terrible thing to have. So um, there are a lot of reasons, even now, uh, to want an early diagnosis. For the future, um, we hope that there will be treatments available uh, that will delay the process of dementia. At the moment, we have no medications that actually change the disease or modify it or slow its process. Uh, we hope that the next generation of medications will do that. And if they do, it will be very helpful to have a test of some kind. Do all the dementias progress at the same rate? No, they don't. Um, the the uh, variation can be from 4 to 18, 20 years. Um, it very much depends on the age of the individual, the cause of the dementia, the individual's own health. Uh, what we do know is that the duration could be quite long. Um, and it's very important that people understand that because you have a dementia um, diagnosis, life doesn't stop. For many people in the mild stages uh, and even the moderate stages, they go on living life as, as well as they can with some quality of life, even if it's diminished. So um, it is a long process, and it's very important to try and continue your life uh, as normally as you can for as long as you can. Is there an increase in the number of people developing dementia than, say, five or ten years ago? There's no change in the uh, incidence of, uh, of dementia. That is, uh, changes in the causes of it. Uh, what's changing is that the population is getting older. And because dementia uh, rates increase with older age, um, the numbers of people with dementia increase, are increasing. Um, if you look worldwide... Uh, the rates of dementia in each age group are very similar. So we've got no reason to believe that dementia, by and large, um, will vary except by age groups. It sort of half makes you think that maybe it's not such a good thing to live as long as we are these days. There seems to be all sorts of problems that uh, come up with longevity. Well, that may be true, but if you can imagine a world where we can delay the onset of dementia... Um, so that people can go on with their lives even if they're getting physically frailer. That will certainly improve their quality. And researchers suggest that if we can put back the onset of dementia by even five years, we would halve the numbers of people with dementia by 2040. So it's very important to focus on the positives of actually trying to modify or delay the disease.
You're listening to Wellbeing, and my guest today is Mr. Glenn Rees, National Executive Director of Alzheimer's Australia. Do you think in general that the population is as well informed about the causes and effect of dementia as we might be? No, but I think to be positive, we know a lot more than we used to. Um, the surveys that we've done over time suggest that uh, 90% of people, 90% of Australians, are pretty aware of dementia uh, and broadly what it involves in terms of memory loss uh, and the sort of trauma it brings. They're, they're, they're aware of the, the pain that it brings to the individual and to the family. Um, Australians are less aware of the full complexity of the disease. Uh, for example, um, it not only affects memory, um, it can affect uh, your ability to speak and to communicate, to remember words. Uh, it can affect your executive function in terms of whether you can organize your life. Um, and it can affect the emotional makeup of a person. A person who used to be very bright and cheerful might be more depressed or quite changed. So there are a lot of changes to look for, uh, not just memory. Uh, and I suspect most Australians are not aware of the full um, extent of the kinds of changes to look for uh, with Alzheimer's disease or other forms of dementia. What's being done to make us more aware? Well, um, Alzheimer's Australia is certainly working very hard as an organisation. Um, the Australian government, um, the Howard government, adopted um, dementia as a national health priority uh, and introduced quite significant uh, additional funding um, to uh, promote research, to promote new services and to promote training. Um, the, the new government, the new Rudd government, um, has adopted the same policy and has committed to continue it um, after 2009 when the program would otherwise end. So it, it's good to have that bipartisan political support. Um, consumers, of course, we have a, a national consumers committee, uh, which is very active, and they've produced a dementia manifesto, which is on our website, that sets out uh, the seven priority areas where consumers would like to see action if the quality of life of people with dementia and their families is to be improved. It took us a while for all of us to become aware of conditions like breast cancer and more recently prostate cancer. Is it hoped by people like yourself and your organisation that there will be campaigns in the future to bring more awareness about dementia? Yes, we would certainly like that. Um, one, of the, one of the areas where we would most like... Um, action by the national government is um, uh, awareness around what people can do to reduce their risk, uh, because that would uh, help people um, uh, in the future. We've had no campaign like that, and dementia has really been excluded from any debate in public in terms of prevention and public health, so that would be good. Uh, on the other hand, the survey that we've already talked a little bit about um, suggests that 75% of Australians would take a test, um, suggests that people now regard uh, dementia as a disease, as a chronic disease, something which, like heart or diabetes, eventually you will be able to take a test for. Um, if you go back 20 or 30 years, you wouldn't have had that kind of result because people thought of dementia as something inevitable, something that was, um, to use that awful word, senility, um, mm. which sort of captured the stigma of the thing. Um, I feel those attitudes are changing slowly, even
even though the same survey suggests that people believe there is still substantial discrimination against uh, people with dementia. How would you like to see the programme develop? Would you go towards the aim of TV campaigns and public speaking, that sort of thing, in the same way as cancer has been promoted? Is there any prospect of that sort of community awareness? I think you have to be sensitive at a, a number of different levels. I think if you're looking at prevention and reducing risk, then the sort of program that Alzheimer's Australia has put together in Mind Your Mind, which explains to people how you can reduce your risk, can be promoted very publicly and very actively, both through the media and education programs. Um, if you're thinking about promoting awareness among people who have memory problems or, or carers and friends who've noticed changes in people that they, that they have an affection for, then I think you, you have also to adopt uh, more um, sensitive approaches. Uh, we, for example, have memory and aging seminars which don't mention the word um, dementia or Alzheimer's, uh, but simply talk to people about uh, memory concerns, uh, the aging process, and encourage people to think about whether they have a serious concern or not and whether they sh should consult their doctor. Um, so, yes, there's a need for the more expensive and glamorous campaigns, but there's also a need for more local education, more local seminars kinds of approaches, and, of course, for the kind of information that's on the Alzheimer's Australia website. I guess it will make a big difference to government bodies like health and community services if there is some idea of how many people will be affected over a certain time. It'll make a difference to how they plan their onward-going services and care? It certainly will. Um, probably the, the, the major report that we've produced in, in recent years as an organisation was the report by Access Economics in 2003. And that actually estimated that the cost of dementia uh, in 2002 um, terms was over $6 billion. Uh, and that, that took into account both the cost of the healthcare system and the cost of family carers in the time that they spent uh, caring. So the magnitudes in terms of the public health impact in terms of the impact on families is very great in dollars terms and of course it's very great in social terms as well. Um, so yes, uh, one of the reasons why we advocated very strongly for dementia to be a national health priority was to encourage governments to plan ahead because unless medical science produces very dramatic answers uh, very quickly, there are going to be uh, increasing numbers of Australians with um, dementia. You mentioned earlier about if people found out sort of early enough they could do something about putting their personal life in, in order. Do you think that perhaps we should be doing this anyway? I certainly do. Um, I think um, the need for it is underlined in the context of dementia because people lose their cognitive uh, capacity to take those kinds of decisions eventually. And um, my judgment is that everybody has to make their own choice that um, it's better to, to make decisions regarding who you want to take financial decisions for you or health decisions for you than to leave it to chance. Um, we know that 50% of all the cases that come before the guardianship tribunals in Australia um, involve people with dementia. That's very sad, I think. It's very sad that so many people um, leave it so late 
that they no longer have control over their own lives or what they want to have happen to them. So we would advocate very strongly for uh, people to think about their finances and their legal issues earlier in life, certainly in their 50s and their 60s. And we would also advocate to governments that the uh, legal system should be made more user-friendly. Um, the current um, state systems are all different, which means, for example, that if you move from the ACT to New South Wales, you have to take out new legal instruments. Do you think that people tend to shy away from these thoughts, or is it simply that it's just not brought to their attention? I think it's a combination of things. I think people are very busy. Um, maybe none of us like to think about older age. Um, I think there's a mix of reasons. People are very busy in their lives. Um, I think all, the, all those things. Um, sometimes perhaps people don't know exactly what they should do or where they should go. And I think uh, coming back to the important points you made about awareness, um, probably uh, awareness of, of what people should be doing in terms of planning their legal and financial and health futures is an important issue that national and state governments should do more to promote. You're listening to Wellbeing. I'm Iris Nichols, and I'm talking today to Mr Glenn Rees, National Executive Director of Alzheimer's Australia. We've touched on the fact that the population needs to know more about dementia, but can we move for a little while to the people who are already affected? Is it thought that these people are discriminated against? Well, the survey that uh, we've talked about suggests that over one in two Australians believe that there is social discrimination. And certainly, um, uh, if you talk to people with dementia or their families or carers, they will believe that significant stigma still attaches to the condition. It's maybe not the same sense of shame as there might have been in previous decades, but it's still strong. Um, uh, people will feel that... Um, their medical professionals will treat them less seriously because they've got dementia. Um, they will give priority to people who don't have dementia and who maybe uh, don't have the same kinds of complications. Um, so, yes, there's a very strong feeling on the part of, of people with dementia uh, and their families that uh, discrimination exists. You mentioned about um, health carers perhaps not giving a high enough priority at time for people with dementia. Is the general public aware that it affects not just their their brain, but eventually um, their whole body function? I think probably people aren't terribly aware that dementia is a terminal condition. Um, dementia um, does um, terminate life, whether directly or indirectly. Um, the probability is that because dementia reduces the capacity of your body to protect itself, um, the immune system breaks down gradually, that the individual becomes more vulnerable to pneumonia um, or other kinds of diseases that, that will eventually terminate a person's life. Um, we think that dementia is about the fourth largest cause of death in later life, um, but often the cause isn't recorded as dementia uh, because, as I've said, uh, it will be another disease that's, um, that's killed the individual. What sort of help is available for the carers and their families? There's quite a wide range of support available. Uh, a lot of people um, still uh, say, if only we'd known um, about the information and the uh, support that's available. Um, often doctors don't refer um, uh, their patients. 
services in the community. Um, there's a lot of things people can do. There, there are care pensions and care allowances that people can apply for. Um, there's a mass of information on the Alzheimer's Australia website, um, and there are other sources of, of information. Um, there are many community services um, that um, are available in the form of respite care centres, um, home care services, and so on in different states. Um, accessing those, um, people often seem to find difficult, um, and maybe consumers just have to be very determined to do that. As I say, doctors ought to be a good source of advice. Uh, we have a national helpline um, that people can call uh, if they're in any doubt about where they can go for local services or information. So I think there's a lot out there. Certainly there's a lot more out there than there would have been in the 1980s or even the 1990s. Uh, the sadness is that people still seem to have some difficulty um, finding out enough quickly enough. Am I right in, in saying that the website address for Alzheimer's is www.alzheimer's.org.au? Yes, that's right. And the telephone number for help is 1-800-100-500. That's right. And if people are interested in the Mind Your Mind and Risk Reduction, that's on the front page of our site, as is the Pfizer Health Issues Report, which contains the independent survey that we've talked a little bit about today. How can we learn more about A, the condition itself, and B, what we can try to do to prevent it occurring or at least delay its onset? Well, um, on our website you can go to any one of a number of help sheets that will give you a lot of basic information about the symptoms, the treatments and the care of dementia and the different kinds of dementia. Um, so th there's a mass of information there that people can access, um, the Alzheimer's Australia help sheets. Um, in terms of what you can do to reduce your risk, we have a, a publication called Mind Your Mind, the User's Guide that sets out um, all the things you can do, um, not only the foods you might eat, but some of the recipes for the dishes that might be good for you. Um, so I can only recommend that uh, people that want to take some of these issues seriously, look at that material um, and uh, take it from there. And the publication Mind Your Mind User's Guide, how do we get hold of that? Um, you can get that by ringing our helpline mm. um, or, as I say, you could print off a copy from um, uh, our website. Oh, okay. So it's, uh, it's readily available all the way around? Oh, yes. It's mm. around Australia. Mm. Um, it's a very usable little document. Um, and we put quite a lot of effort into it, both because the science exists to support it and because we're very anxious to change community attitudes to dementia from one where people feel it's just hopeless and terrible, and of course it is a terrible disease, to feeling that if they're in their 40s or 50s, certainly, and even later in life, they can probably do a bit to help themselves as well. Do we know yet of any real medication that's available to help reduce the incidences, or is it just the change of lifestyle at this stage? Um, there are three medications that are available now um, that are available under the Pharmaceutical Benefits Scheme that help relieve some of the symptoms of Alzheimer's disease for some time. Um, none of them modify the disease, and it's not a cure. Um, but some consumers feel that those medications 
do relieve the symptoms in a way that for a time, and it might only be six months, 12 months, 18 months, um, improve a little the quality of life. Um, the, the positive is that we know that there are a large number of medications uh, in trial at the current time. Some of them are in their final stages. Uh, so we're hoping that in the, in the next three to five years, there'll be a generation of medications that will be rather more effective in um, modifying the disease. Um, I still don't talk in terms of cure. I think it's much better to think in terms of slowing the progression of the disease. It may take uh, many decades more, I think, before we can talk in terms of cures. And finally, Mr. Rees, what would you like to see happening over the next few years regarding information and awareness for the general public? I think I would like to see um, a national awareness campaign that would focus on risk reduction. I'd like to see uh, awareness activities funded by government um, that would promote information about um, dementia and where people can go um, for assistance. Uh, I'd like in particular too, although this is a, a bit beyond your question, I'd like to see a world where um, GPs are better trained uh, in dementia, um, get better incentives under Medicare to um, spend time with their patients, um, have budgets to support practice nurses perhaps who understand um, dementia and can go out into people's homes to do assessment. Um, one of the really big issues for consumers at the moment um, is that many doctors seem to be slow in recognizing dementia, um, which causes considerable trauma and uncertainty. So uh, awareness campaigns are certainly important, but because 94, 95% of all Australians would go to their GPs first if they're concerned about their memory, um, for the current population, it's probably very important to actually help GPs um, enhance their skills. Mr. Rees, thank you for talking to me today. It's been my pleasure, and uh, in terms of awareness, the media's been very kind to us uh, in um, the time we've been able to spend on dementia, so thank you very much. My guest today has been Mr. Glenn Rees, National Executive Director of Alzheimer's Australia. Until the next time we meet, on behalf of the team, I wish you well. I